0: Blog Talk Radio Good
1: morning and Happy Game Day Sunday. Welcome to Week twelve edition of Blog Talk Radio. I am your host, Cass. we got your co-host, Mike, waiting in the wings. And today we are going to bring up a very good point. So, Michael, I'm going to let you read off. Good morning, Mike. What's going on? Uh,
0: there's a league-wide uh, trend that's going on, but since we are a NFC North uh, healthy show, we're going, to, we're going to concentrate in on it. But if you notice, every division is there's a battle for first place on up to Denver and Kansas City there's a battle in that division right. the closest division to being decided might even be NFC West with the with the Seattle Seahawks maybe taking it because the 49ers can't decide they want to be in the battle
1: I definitely think
0: they're gonna definitely it. on definitely to so. definitely on to the Bears and the Packers and the Lions. The NFC North it literally is a battle, and it's only one team's fault. And this is not me picking on the Lions, but I'm sorry, the Lions could have pulled away tremendously. They did do a great thing when they won both games yes, I hate to say this as a Bears fan, they mm-hmm. swept the Bears in the season series. But then they come right back and lose and allow the Bears to tie them in record. Now, yes, the the uh the Lions own the tiebreaker because of the season series, but it's it's close. The Bears and the Lions have the same record. And although the Packers are on a losing skid, we all know Aaron Rodgers is coming back. And other players on their team are coming back. And even without them coming back, they're not going anywhere as long as the Bears and the Lions can't make up their mind who wants first place. So the greatest thing for... I
1: think the Lions take a lot of... I think they took the Steelers for granted. I don't think I they think really every- thought they had to play a real game, and that hurt them, and that's something that they definitely should not have
0: done. That has actually been proven for more than just the Steelers. A lot of teams, including teams in the NSC North, have taken both the Steelers and the Giants for granted. The Steelers just beat the Lions, and... Everybody's been taking the Giants for granted. That's why the Giants are on a four-game winning streak. So, literally, it's going to have to be some teams league-wide to step out and definitely in the NFC North because in the NFC North, if you don't win this division, there's no guarantee you will even make the playoffs. The Bears – saw how bad that was last season. They won 10 games, and they were sitting at home. Winning 10 games does not guarantee you a playoff spot.
1: That's true.
0: The winner of this division will likely have a 10-game season, a 10-win season. and The Bears play the Packers on the final game of their season, so that will likely mean something. And unless the Lions Lose to the step second. out and just take, the, the, take the division, this will be a three-team race all the way to the last week.
1: The Lions definitely. Um, the Lions have to play better. They 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 jumped out the gate, shocked everyone in the beginning of the season, and they're kind of on a, a sort of up and down swing. They're they're coming from behind now to win a lot of games. They really had, honestly, first place on lock. It was a battle between them and the Packers with the the Bears, you know, on their heels. Unfortunately, we saw what happened with the Packers, but the Lions can't take the rest of this season for granted at all. They've got to play hard-nosed football. If they really want to take this division, they've they've done a really good job, you know, and they've got to definitely win divisional games, the rest of their divisional games. I mean, it wouldn't the game against the Vikings, and I love my Vikings, doesn't really make a difference for them, but you know they still have the Packers. They really have to play hard nosed football. They got to focus. I mean, we, I, I do like what I see from Matt Stafford, but it's not like Matt Stafford is this over the top QB in my eyes. He's just very, very consistent. They got to take charge again. What I am seeing from from the Lions is I, I'm shocked. I'm I'm completely shocked. They got to play like it's the beginning of the season with that heart and that adrenaline and that tenacity again. Because right now, I don't know if they've gotten complacent with, hey, we're at the top of the NFC North, but you, you, even with the Packers losing the last three games, there is still a race. They cannot take this for granted.
0: I mean, literally, to keep it honest, the only game that the Bears lost in the last three weeks was to the Lions. The, the Packers went on a three-game losing skid, and the Lions... Mm-hmm. Literally had the opportunity just to take over. Had they won last week, they, they really they did. And had they won last week, they virtually would have been a minimum of two games ahead. Now, mathematically, they would have been one game ahead, but two games ahead because they had the tiebreaker against the Bears, and they uh, and the Packers were already uh, two games would have been two games behind. So a two-game lead in the NFC North could have almost been insurmountable. I mean, yes, the, the, the Lions technically have the easiest schedule for the rest of the season amongst the three teams, but let's keep it real. The NFL, period, has not had, does not have a ton of great teams right now, so no one's schedule is tremendously hard, period. No one seen schedule is tremendously hard. But
1: still, just even if it's not tremendously hard, it's, we're kind of down the crunch time. The goal is to definitely win, to make it to the playoffs. Some teams know that they're completely out of the playoffs. And to be honest, I've seen some of those teams play with more heart than some of the teams at the top. Like The, the Lions really have to stay focused if they really want to take this. Because the Bears could creep up at any time, and like you're saying, Aaron Rodgers, we all know he's coming back. So this this is a tight this is a tight race. Like I, I'm watching these three teams very very closely, um, and I, I'm also watching what it's going to be like with the comeback of Aaron Rodgers. You know, that's one of my favorite QBs. So weird because I'm from Chicago, and it definitely is not. Packers country, and I'm a Vikings fan. Again, definitely not Packers country, but
0: Aaron Rodgers
1: is very consistent. He takes charge of the team. We we see, we, we are watching right now how great of a quarterback he is for the Packers because without him, the team is completely lost. He took people that you, whether you their names were household names or you'd never heard of them before, and he was marching down the field and he was getting W's and put them in his back pocket and waiting for the next game. So I will be excited to see what happens with the Packers when Aaron Rodgers comes back. So we'll have to see, you know. We and today we got your squad, the Bears, matching up against the Rams. So we got the battle of the brothers with Chris and Kyle Long today, and I want to hear your thoughts. On you know how this game might turn out, what you expect to see, what you want to see from Josh McCown, the defense, see the, first the favorite off, player wanna, major right? All of this, I I mean to know.
0: I love the fact that yes, the, both the longs on opposite sides of the ball in there. I love them people calling it the battle of the brothers, but uh, I'm sorry, it's not the battle of the brothers. Uh, He's going up against Jordan Hill. Is going to be opposite him on that side of the ball. Uh, If it was long versus long, we we understand this
1: technically. (laughs) We understand this technically, but it's about Uh, who will have a better game today. That that's what the the big talk is. We we know they're not going to match up against one another, but just just who do you think? Well, based on looking at both teams and what the Rams have been able to overcome and recently during the last few games, and what's going on with the Bears.
0: See, honestly, I literally think the Bears defensive line will do better up against the Rams offensive line. Another thing working in the Bears' favor is we're not going up against Sam Bradford. The hardest thing the Bears have to face uh-huh. is is the Rams' play defense. I almost feel like the Rams play Bears defense. Good gosh. They are coming. they coming to kill you. People often think about, yeah, but we play on that sports turf. They're they're built for, the Rams are built for the indoor stadium. Everybody has always felt, every Bears fan looks forward to when we play indoor games. Unless we're playing against the Saints indoors, the Bears love Mm -hmm. playing indoor sports turf games because, Our defense is built for speed. So, honestly, (laughs) I'm I'm actually happy about that. Josh McCown, one of the things I love about him that I feel that I can't count on with Jay Cutler, and you know I'm a Cutler fan,
1: Josh Mm -hmm. McCown
0: makes quick decisions. He He will get that ball out of his hands. And if he if he took too long, he doesn't have the problems that Jay Cutler has with with uh with that ankle, he can scramble. He says, You all are not gonna kill me. I mean, Josh McCown stayed clean in that Packers game. Josh McCown stayed clean last week. I don't know if he'll be able to stay clean this week because he is going up against a strong line, but in general I think this is a good thing. I think it's, as a matter of fact, not a good thing. I think this is a great thing for the Bears. I think the Bears are going to win, but it's going to be a tight game. And I will, it, I will be honest with myself about that.
1: So you really, so you honestly think, that with the defense that the Rams are coming with, that the Bears are going to win? Yes, the I think it's going to be. A- win, but. Do you think in this think game so. because the Rams do put pressure defense on there, they really do, they're not the greatest, but they put pressure on, will we honestly finally see an interception from Josh McCown?
0: I don't think so. Well, I can't mm-hmm. I can't eliminate the Cortland Finnegan factor. Mhm. <laughs> exactly. And, and if we see one That interception, a lot of interceptions that a lot of teams get comes because they have great secondary. And then there are other teams that get a lot of interceptions because their front seven is so good that they're rushed to make a decision. One of the reasons I think Josh McCown doesn't have an interception is the exact reason why, Jay Cutler has been known to lead the league in interceptions in a season, and Brett Favre has the most in history. Those two players, past and present, are known to try to force the ball. Josh McCow knows knows the limits of his arm, and he will get rid of the ball. Oh, you about to come up on me? I'm not going to force this into a tight window. I'm going to throw this out of bounds. That I think that comes down to why he has so few interceptions in his career. I'm not even just talking about zero this season. He doesn't have a lot in his career. Is he gets rid of the ball, or he will do something that a lot of other quarterbacks won't do? He will eat a sack before he will throw an interception. Like, hey, I will take this sack and lose twenty yards. <laughs> And let my defense come back and get me the ball back. And so you no one think likes so, the Bears not sacks, but I yeah, literally but, think yeah. I literally think in order for McCown to throw an interception, he's going to have to meet a team that has a good front seven and a good secondary. It's not going to be a matter of good secondary or good front seven. He's going to have to meet a team that has both. And there's not many teams in the NFL that can boast that. I can think of what two off the top of my head, the Seahawks have that, and the panthers have that. Give me some other teams that have that
1: well for what the bears up against I mean that's pretty much excuse me it' that's that's, that's, that's pretty much it. But I right. still think I don't Literally. know. I'm, 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 I'm iffy. I'm iffy today with, with them playing the Rams. I I am. I'm not quite on the Bears bandwagon. There are so many different variables that I've been looking at today. I'm I'm really not quite on it. I'm I'm still looking at a few stats. I'm still playing and replaying film over the last two games, and um, it's very close for me. I don't think the Bears. Are going to run away with this one. If they do get a win, they'll definitely be edging it out unless the Rams just totally give up. And and I do like that. I'm now seeing the Bears play all the way down to the final seconds. Like I love it. I love, I loved watching the Ravens Bears game last week. Despite the fact that I was completely soaked and I was sick and I had no signal and eventually had to leave before the game was able to resume. But. I, I just love seeing that fight
0: in
1: the Bears. Eyes. Oh, so I think it's going to be oh, a really, really. I, that's one thing, thing. That you can
0: say about. That's one thing you can say about freshmen. All season, be it offense or defense, the Bears all season have played to to uh, triple zeros on that clock. All season they have. Uh, yeah, Sometimes I love it. it's been about defense play doing that. What has been surprising in the last couple of weeks, or the last three weeks, it seems like the Bears' defense has woke up. And it seems like Matt Forte runs better, and the calls for Forte are better calls without Jay Cutler in the game. Uh, it, It just, I don't know if they're opening holes for him more, or if the coordinator is forced to get more creative. But I just – I literally feel some of it is not even Jay Cutler's fault. It seems like they're calling better plays with Josh McCown. Yeah, I was
1: going to say, I really like what I'm seeing when when Josh McCown's in the game. I like the speed, the tempo. I like his awareness. I mean, he's hitting – Every from the tight end to the wide wideouts, the the running backs, like he's is very consistent. I I really like it, but you know I like Josh McCown. I think he is an amazing backup quarterback to have, and he fits right into the scheme of things for the Bears. So I I love having him in there. I, it's, it's to the point where I get nervous with the thought of Jay Cutler coming back right now. Because I just think the tempo and the rhythm and the chemistry that the team has with Josh is phenomenal.
0: Well, see, that's another thing. They take... How can I put this? With Jay Cutler in the game, they have more high-risk, high-reward plays. With Josh McCown in the game, they keep it simple. And... Both of those things have their advantages. The, the game last week with the weather being so horrible, it was good to see that the Bears could win that game. And you know what? And, in... and the, Bears,
1: the Bears need to thank any of because before I, I was sitting next to her, I think she arrived and sat at the seat next to me as well as Toto. Like, the weather was awful. They need to really thank Mother Nature because the initial drive, that that was just all Ravens. Like, the Ravens were just getting ready to just beast mode this
0: this game. Today. I mean, Ray really Rice had him. Ray Rice had his breakout game. <laughs> and then he didn't yeah, do nothing in the were, second half. <laughs> They But they were
1: on pace to just, they came in ready to do battle. I mean, they they showed up like, ah, nobody's scared of y'all. And then the weather happened and um, to a lot of cities in Illinois' misfortune, but it happened, and when the game resumed, it was like the Bears were focused and they were ready, and they were going to make this a dog fight. So I do think that I'm going to see some fight out of them today against the Rams. I'm just not sure how this is going to end up.
0: I'm not sure at all. I don't know where to go with this, guys. I think it's going to be a very close game, and it's just going to turn out in favor of the Bears. And literally the only reason I think it's going to even be a close game is because of how good the Rams' defense is. The Rams' offense has been horrible this year. It wasn't that good when Bradford was was healthy. It
1: it 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 failed um,
0: eventually.
1: It I won't say horrible. We could talk about some things with more offense, but theirs is very very predictable, very very mediocre
0: right now. I mean, they have. have, It's
1: really what's holding them down.
0: I mean, it's bad enough that Sam Bradford is injured, but it wasn't good before that.
1: So oh, it was better. <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> it's better for I, mean. I think they just really, right now, wanted it to be consistent and and sort of like what we see from Josh McCown—very consistent. He you knows where to put the ball. Let's keep driving, even if we got it down and all the way down. But they they just didn't make that happen. And still, That's... I'm playing like decent football. Like it's strange.
0: I mean, they're playing I, decent football because they're doing severe. what Lovey Smith was notorious for. I will put a good defense on the field. I will put a on good field. defense yep. on the field. And that's great, but let's keep it real. <laughs> Offense sells tickets. <laughs> I mean, whatever. So me. I
1: can't. Offense, defense. I, you know, what? Whatever works. Every team has a different scheme. I mean, but. I just think it's, I think it's going to be a battle for that reason. And I'm just nervous with the, the Rams' defense and how they're going to be able to take advantage of the Bears' offense. That's why I have not just said, ah, oh, the Bears are going to win, yay. So I think oh, no, you you know, it's something in their back pocket for
0: them. I really I mean, do. You can't say that because <laughs> if you really look at, if you look at their whole division, they're the most formidable division in the NFL. Yes, you have the, the, the Chiefs and the Broncos have great records, but there's a dogfight in every game in NFC West. I don't even care if you're playing against the Cardinals or the Rams. Every game is a dogfight. I mean, literally, the NFL doesn't like the term dogfight. Thank you, Michael Vick. But every game in the NFC West is a match.
1: Well, we just have to see how it turns out. I am undecided right now with the Bears game. Like I said, I'm still doing research live right now to figure out how the end of the show. Who I'm going to go with, but I really do believe the game is going to be very, very close.
0: Yes, guys, you can <laughs> tell. Sort of picks the more of his picks well. on emotion, and she picks hers more on research. And, yeah, I do, and the sad yeah. thing is, Sad thing is, both of us are probably close to five hundred this season. <laughs> so, it's probably research and emotion, neither one of them works.
1: Right for the
0: men, but I, I, I
1: and the only reason that I'm doing that, like my heart can't leave me on this one, is just because I just that Rams defense and and what's lacking on the side of the Bears, even though they have proven that doesn't always make a difference. Still, there are some teams that are going to take advantage of that.
0: So you're rolling with
1: the Bears. I am leading toward the Rams as of right now. So that is where we are on that matchup. So now we have another matchup that we can go ahead and, and discuss and move past. And it was a game that had me sitting in front of the television when I finally got to one. And I had a blank stare on my face because I could not believe what I was seeing and the Lions' steelers game last week—I didn't understand what that was. I mean, no doubt the Lions put a great effort up with the 27 points in the second quarter, but I. Yeah,
0: you don't I, let the Steelers I, um, jump out to a 14 to zero lead. I mean, to keep it real, Ben Roethlisberger is still Ben Roethlisberger. He has some pride. <laughs> well, they still, has,
1: I mean worked. the names on that team the, the defense, along, I think that's what my confusion, along with others with others' confusion was what is going on like yeah, we see what we see on paper, but why is this not gelling this season what What is happening? Like, I think one problem the Weed, for the offense, i don't
0: the biggest problem on offense for the Steelers his name is Todd Haley. That's the biggest problem on offense. Um, Ruth Arians should have never been fired. Uh, that's problem number one. Problem number two, their defense is long in the tooth. Um, their defense,
1: man.
0: I mean, it's a crying shame when Ryan Clark is one of the youngest people on their defense, well, youngest names on their defense.
1: The youngest, yeah. And I'm not <laughs> one of the
0: youngest people, but he's one of the youngest names. You let go of I was James really Harrison. Shocked. I mean, to keep it real, you let go of James Harrison, which if nothing else, he he gave the defense some yeah, you're gonna respect that you coming up against me. And well,
1: um <sighs> So so if we look at last week's game, I um I didn't get it. I didn't know what happened, but I wasn't shocked because I started to see the Lions slightly implode when they played the Bears. Yes, they pulled off the win, but there was a, a lot of things going on. and It was like that song, one of these kids is doing their own thing. Like they pulled it off, but it it it, it wasn't like what we saw at the beginning of the season when they right. played the
0: Bears. They, so They destroyed the like Bears before. that first time around.
1: Right, they were. They came out like with the ninjas, like you know somebody stole their cookies. But they're starting to. It's, I don't know. I don't want to say the the fire is going out, but they, they got to pull it together because they can honestly run away with the NFC North, which I thought yes they, they can. Should have taken they should. Full have. Advantage of them, they
0: should. Literally, but they Last week's game gave gave the Bears and Packers hope. That's the it, last they really did. that's the last thing you want to give a professional football team is hope. The moment you give a professional football team hope, then you got problems. Literally because people are thinking, dang, Packers fans are thinking, we've lost three games, we've been without Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers. and we're still in this. Bears fans are thinking Josh McCown hasn't lost for us, even the the game that Cutler got originally injured. He put up a lot of points. We have a chance to catch these guys and pass them. And we caught them last week. And, yes, the Lions are playing against the Buccaneers, but let's keep it real. Uh, The Buccaneers probably feel like they have hope to beat the Lions today after watching what the Steelers did last week. They have Darrell Rivas going up against uh, Megatron. So we got Reva's Island versus Megatron. And literally,
1: um...
0: literally this is mm-hmm. going to be a fight to the finish throughout the NFC North. The Lions, it really
1: is. It truly is.
0: The Lions have to reestablish themselves for the next few weeks because if we look at the Lions' schedule, through December 16th. They have the Bucks. Then they have the Packers on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Then they have the Eagles, which the Eagles are fighting to, to win their division, and the Ravens are fighting to be in the playoffs.
1: i say Eagles are even
0: on top of their division right now.
1: Are they on top of their division? I don't
0: Gary, know if they're but... on top. If they're, whether they're on top or not. Yes, yes. They're in the they're, they're, they're back. They're in a battle with uh, Dallas, regardless. So every team they're playing, whether you call them a good team or not, is they in a
1: battle.
0: Win. Yeah, yeah everybody's got to battle. pull it off. The, only, the, only, the easiest game they have in, between now and December 16th is the, today? the Ravens. <laughs> well, I mean, yes, yeah, today they're against the Buccaneers. Now, Buc- now.
1: now, today they play the Bucs, right, um, and the bucks.
0: I, 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 was, I, was, uh, I was eliminating today's game for some strange reason. I was just looking at those next three games. I'm doing yeah, a, because I'm you're worried about you're worried the about Lions who's going to take the title
1: the you know, <laughs> NFC Right? But, no, you can't and that that was one of the tweets that I sent out today. You just cannot take these teams for granted. Cause toward the end of the they season, they are professional are the teams, players. Wow. Right, these are the teams that ruin your playoff chances because they don't have any hope. They're just playing because they're supposed to. And, and they their drive. They know they're not going to the playoffs. Don't take these teams, the Steelers, the Buccaneers. You can't take these teams for granted. Like, they are playing hard football. They just weren't pulling it together, grabbing the Ws. But they can't, they can't go into this game the way they did last week. They, they really can't. They have to go in, and they have to shut it down. I'm definitely rolling with the Lions for this game. I know they're going to redeem themselves. If yeah. They need to, especially going I, I into hate the it. Thanksgiving Day game. But I have a different mindset. Oh, I wow. hate that I think you're right. What kind I of. I hate that
0: I think you're
1: right. What is
0: going on? I didn't say
1: I hate you. you, hate that you I said I think right. hate that
0: I think you're right. <laughs> and this is because... Cause I want the Lions to lose. I'm gonna be keeping real. I want them to lose, but I think you're right. They're gonna win. Cause no matter one, they they, they woke a sleeping giant. The Steelers, the Steelers did the worst thing for the Buccaneers. If the Steelers had lost, the Buccaneers might actually have a chance. The Steelers won, so now the Lions are mad. uh Oh, we gotta wake up. We gotta do this. Cause every time the Lions feel like they ought to wake up, they they come to play.
1: Well, I'm all over with the lions. I think they're going to pull it out against against the Bucs. And I'm not saying that the Bucs are a shabby team, so please don't take them for granted. But I just the Lions have that fight. They they've got that fight back. They can't let another, They can't let another one slip going into the end of the season. It, it just can't happen if they really want this, especially knowing that Aaron Rodgers is going to make a comeback. And I don't know what is on his magic fingers when he's in the game, but mm. so they they have to start to pull away as opposed to, you know, having this three-way tie. If they don't pull away now, mm, it might not be looking good for them. If they don't take advantage of their schedule and the game and the wins and get that same mindset they had at the beginning of the season, we're going to be in this race until the very end of the season with with games determining Who walks away with the title So in the NFC North So yes I'm pulling with the Lions Thank you for um, agreeing with me today Despite the fact that you want them to lose mm-hmm. Hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. Okay Okay
0: mhm, go there now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay yeah. So we
1: have a digital matchup right
0: now. Um, yeah, we have a, a battle of the battle of the crippled people. Oh,
1: my gosh. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's what I said. Don't
1: call them crippled people. That's
0: not nice. We just have... No, I'm not. Crippled people aren't actually crippled. They know they, they have deficiencies the and they, okay. All they, right. they They do well in okay. other reasons. I'm talking about the Vikings need an and the Packers <laughs> <laughs> the Vikings and the Packers are
1: They are not crippled. That is awful. They they're just suffering from some key injuries right now.
0: Some, some really they're suffering from, really from a key list key of injuries. injuries. Okay. Yeah. For the, for 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 Vikings and Packers fans. I'm about to make a suggestion. Yes, yes I hear you. That, uh-huh. <laughs> um and this is something you all probably don't want to do. Go to your computers. And pull up your website. It doesn't matter which team you do. Go to the team section and click on injury report. If the list does not take up your entire screen, you can say yay. Well, as a, if it as takes a up fan, we screen,
1: understand what's going on. <laughs> as a fan, We've we them. do, you know, we understand what's going on. Packers fans, Vikings fans do understand what's going on. Unfortunately, there's a name that won't appear on that IR screen that a lot of Vikings fans would like to. So this is kind of funny because the Packers are trying to pull it together and the Vikings are still playing for the rest of the regulation season. And if the Vikings can pull it together, this could be like an easy win for them. But then Christian Ponder's at quarterback, so I don't really, I don't, I don't know what's, where to go with that. Of course, I'm going to pick my Vikings, but I um.
0: No, you're, you're you're
1: picking the Vikings,
0: or you want the Vikings to win? There's a difference. Both, both,
1: definitely both. I think they need to take advantage of everything that's going on and going wrong with the Packers organization right now as far as the players on on the field, they need to take advantage of it. I think that the veterans on the defensive side of the ball will actually be able to contain the Packers' offense because they don't have much offense and it's going to take a lot of them to contain Eddie Lacey because oh wow he he's he's serious and he's focused and he no matter what if he feel, he almost feels like he is carrying the weight of his team's shoulders down the field, and he's going to do his best to pull it off. But I think the Vikings' defense, if they're pulling it together today, despite the injuries, if they come in with the mindset of this is like a must-win, they almost have to think they're going to the playoffs, they could actually pull it off because the offensive side of the ball for the Packers is not solid right now. I do like what I see from Scott Tolson. I do think in the future he will become a very, very good quarterback. But right now he was six days on the practice squad, and, and right into the game, so he was thrown in the mid. So he's still feeling it out, as well as there are other key injuries on the team. So the Vikings have to take advantage of this. Which in so many games they they've had the advantage and lost, it. they can't lose it in, in this game. I know it's like 16 degrees, and they like playing indoors. They they can't lose. They oh my gosh! And we do have injuries, <laughs> I and mean, we've got Greg Jennings. We at he's going to play. Adrian is going to play. His his groin injury is serious, but he just has that heart and that determination. So he wants to play. He has stated he's going to play. He, as of this morning, was still questionable, but he says he's going to play, and that's that. Don't know how much productivity will get out of him with that groin injury. I definitely, you know, more than anything, love to see him get loose, would love to see him get loose and run in a couple of touchdowns, but the Vikings can take advantage of this. Like, who wouldn't? Like, I, I, I want to go out there and take advantage of it. It will be my only time playing, like, football on the field with them. Like, this this has got to be a must win. The Vikings have to be thinking, oh, my God, this is a must win. If, if we don't win any other game this season, we can take this one. So, yes, I want the Vikings to win. I believe the Vikings can win despite the injuries and QB carousel situation. So I am definitely rocking all my purple and gold today, and I'm gonna roll with my team. Not not just because that's my favorite team, but because I really think they honestly have a slight advantage, and they can they can use that to win this game.
0: Okay,
1: you should want them to win this game. You don't I you do. don't want them to win? Oh, okay. I do
0: want them to win this game. I always want the Packers to lose. I honestly. Can't pick this game because I don't know who's going to show up. Not because I don't think the Vikings have a good team. I actually think the Vikings have a good team. It's just they show up one week and then not the week the next.
1: Ah so it's official. Adrian Peterson and now Greg Jennings are both active for the game. That so, as I mentioned, they were listed as questionable. They will be starting. And playing today Yay Go Vikings Um, You know I can't say that Different Vikings teams Showed up Now now that they've Kind of figured out What the problem was Musgraves And Coach Allen But they're they're Kind of starting To play through it And figure out Like you know We got to do What we got to do And that's just that If we're we're going to Get wins But this This is I'm going to say This is a no brainer Because yeah, the Packers are definitely coming to play, but they gotta they need to take advantage of this. They they really need to hand the Packers a W. And I have one Packers fan who is like pointing fingers at me right now, but they they can take those. Do You I think mean, the Packers are gonna
0: win, the, I honestly don't have any idea. You know, normally I, I jump at any chance to say Packers to lose. I have no mm-hmm. idea. Mm-hmm. And the reality is the Packers have looked horrid without uh, Aaron Rodgers. No one thought them I'm you, Aaron Rodgers, that they would take this, this, this far of a drop. We, we knew they weren't going to be the same team, but no one thought, like, well, they're playing three mediocre teams in a row after the Bears. And, and that's
1: when I said when people and see and when people always talk about the top QBs, that's why I tell people, you can't leave Aaron Rodgers out of that. It, it, this is the team is in shambles, and you uh, no one, did not.
0: Know no one how, leaves Aaron Rodgers out of the top QB conversation. A lot no of does. a lot
1: of a lot of people want to. A lot of people kind of say he's a great quarterback, and then they keep talking, and it turns into the Peyton Manning, Tom Brady show. You. What he has done with his team and the cast that he has to work with,
0: you, wow. Just right now we in
1: the last three teams.
0: I mean, in all like, honesty, uh, Peyton Manning, unless he had come back and did so great after that season with the uh, Colts, it was just like he was on a mission to prove the Colts made the wrong decision. So people had started to forget about him. They're like, yeah, he good, but this is now the Aaron Rodgers show. And then Drew Brees has made people like, wow, what's going on? And then last season was all about the phenom rookies and second-year quarterbacks. So Aaron Rodgers is not bad at all. He's great. Mm -hmm. It's just that. Honestly, what I think it is <clears throat> people talk about how few good quarterbacks the NFL has, but honestly, if you look at the league, I think the league actually has more good quarterbacks than we at one time than we've had in a long time. Yet, yeah, most people take the attitude of if you're not in the top five, you don't have a good quarterback, but in all reality, in my opinion. The top 15 quarterbacks in the NFL are good quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. No, they're not elite quarterbacks. They're not Mm -mm, the top five. But they are good quarterbacks. But they're good quarterbacks. I mean, if you had, had, uh, let's pick RG3, a person that's not having a great season this year, would you be upset?
1: That he's not having a good season?
0: No, would you be upset if that was your quarterback? No. Even with him having a not so great team. No. Would
1: you no. be upset if not, you had Colin
0: Kaepernick? Would you be upset if you had no. Colin Kaepernick? No. Um uh let's look at let's pick another quarterback. Uh wouldn't be mad at, at Cam.
1: You know, having right. having Cam
0: like Newton Cam Newton. Uh, <laughs> I would... Cam Newton has made the decision. I had great numbers my first two years. Um, I want to win this year. And no one would be mad at that. I mean, why are you tripping? Bears fans are not mad at Jay Cutler. They're just tired of not winning. And Jay Cutler was supposed to be the quote-unquote savior, the, the return of Sid Luckman. Well, no, we don't have that right now, but we don't have a bad quarterback. Uh, we can go around the league. You got Alex Smith is doing good. You got Russell Wilson. Carson Palmer has actually looked decent in the last few weeks. Uh, and Terrell, until Terrell Pryor got injured, he was looking pretty decent in Oakland. We can go around the league. Andy Dalton was looking good until he got injured. I mean, the, de- the NFL we, we. has some, the, N- the NFL has some decent quarterbacks. No, everybody's not in the quality of the top five. I'll even go say the quality of the top seven. But I personally think the NFL has more good quarterbacks at one time than we've had in a long time. People call the 80s the golden era of the QB. Yeah, the 80s had some great QBs, but the 80s had – Five, maybe ten great QBs. Beyond that, the, the league looked the same. It was like it was a bunch of mediocre guys out there. The QB era might be right now, and no, no doubt, it's not the '80s with Montana and Elway. It's not the '90s right. with Troy Aikman. It, 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 it is not the early aughts where it was, it was it was owned by the running back. Right now, we have, in my opinion, 10, maybe 15 good quarterbacks to where everybody has a chance every week. And if anything, I'm sitting up here preaching good quarterbacks, it might be the era of the coach. Because coaches and GMs are making the decisions, yeah, we got to pay these super elites, but... If we don't have the money, Mm -hmm. we can make somebody else good. I mean, because why are you tripping? Joe Flacco took a huge gamble on himself last year. Had he not won that Super Bowl, they would not have paid him what he got. And literally the Mm -hmm. only way he was getting what he got was to win the Super Bowl. Let's say he goes to the Super Bowl and loses. He ain't getting that kind of money. I'm sorry. And he virtually would have done the same thing a great season, great playoff run, he's not getting $127 million. Very true. Okay. So, all right. So so as, as I mentioned. That goes back to what I said it, on Twitter this morning. Uh, you asked, should the Bears spend that big money on Jay Cutler?
1: No, no, I didn't ask that. Just you no, know, you didn't say it worth, like that,
0: but basically, yeah, I rephrase like, it. He worth I rephrase it. I understand. Is,
1: is he worth keeping? And is and if so, is he worth a mega contract? But before we right, move on to that, your are you taking the Vikings, the Packers? Who you think's gonna win? You still undecided?
0: Uh, uh, I'm undecided on that one. I'm truly okay. undecided.
1: So I'm going with the Vikings. I mean, so I have the Rams. The Lions and the Vikings today. No, I, I, I was. I would
0: with what my usual formula has been when I can't pick because I think it's so close, I usually go. I usually allow my my emotion to be my tiebreaker, and based on that, I will go with the Vikings. I usually All right, allow my emotion so, to be, be my tiebreaker. So um, <laughs> I'm not. All you, right. So now, know. and
1: so now, uh huh.
0: But yeah, now what we, we 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 talking about it, yeah, literally in the QB situation, and it's not even just about the Bears in the QB situation and in the uh, free agency situation comes down to what you need, what's available, and how how many other teams will well, want what you got.
1: Right, and that was that was that was my question uh, when it came down to that. Should I mean? Cause of course, I'm like. College and high school football out. I'm tied to it I'm watching who's doing what and Whose capability Has improved And I mean I'm just all over combine everything So when you look at the Bears And what the Bears need And where they need to put youth And make changes Do you think that it's wise For the Bears to resign Jay Cutler And if so Should he be the next mega
0: contract? QB. no I Not think I think it's wise, I think it's wise for the bears to sign him. I don't think they should break a uh, hundred million dollars for him, and with that being said, I don't think the bears will be able to keep him because I think he's going into it expecting a hundred million dollars or more. heck, that's what he got on his last contract was a hundred and what fifteen sixteen million, so mm-hmm. he's going in expecting a hundred million dollars or more. And I think he might be worth the eighty or ninety, but because of that, I think there's going to be another team that's going to jump up and pay him. Who that team will be? I, don't know. But I, so you I don't so you don't team, think
1: that he'll you don't think that he'll actually if he doesn't get another hundred million dollars. Contract because we know. I mean, the injuries. his, his honest honest his lifespan. Less. Oh no, I
0: think league. he's going to get another hundred million dollar contract. I don't think he's going to get it from the Bears. I think he's going to get another hundred million dollar contract. Is
1: he worth that though? Honestly, I, let's, let's like honest. I said, it is comes he, he, down to really what you that? believe
0: you need. It comes down to what you believe I, you I need. I, just, I
1: don't. I don't feel like this stage in the game for him that that, that he's worth that. I, I can't. I really don't. I
0: mean, I, I mean. I can pull up other analogies from other teams that have discovered certain players were not worth that. In basketball, when Lou Alden got $77 million from the Bulls, he, a lot of people felt he wasn't worth it, but the, Bears, the Bulls didn't want to lose him, so they had to pay him. With the, the Angels, uh, they paid Albert Pujols. Has he been worth his contract? The Detroit Tigers just traded Fielder to the Rangers, and he hasn't. Right, I, I, I I, I understand
1: that. I just don't think that this stage in the game for Jake Cutler, he's worth that. Salary again. I mean, we're watching the injuries. We're, we're watching just just, just some things that are, are happening when it comes to him. I would love to see him resign with the Bears because that's just the scheme that he fits in. From what I can see, it it's it, he's very viable there. But I don't think like I I can't see Matt Stafford money or Joey Flacco money being thrown at him because I just don't think he has that. Type the of reason vibe, why but. I
0: think you. The reason why I think he may stay with the Bears may stay with the Bears is because Jay Cutler knows the winning teams out there have what they want, and he wants to go to a competitive situation. There's one team I think that would have a chance in the Jay Cutler sweepstakes, and literally, if they go for it, Jay Cutler might actually leave, and I and believe that's that be the Tennessee Titans. Jay Cutler mm. would love to play at home. Yeah. Uh, the Tennessee Titans do mm. not have a decent quarterback. I believe mm. they would they would look at that as the quote unquote Derrick Rose factor of mm-hmm. a PR move in addition to a good talent. Got the so you know what I, with, I
1: think I think I think with that one I think. I think we should hit Twitter with that one and see what fans think. Like if And, and, and you can definitely put your reasons why. I think we should put that out there and see what the fans think about that. Uh,
0: I also want to know other your than thoughts that, on... No, I was just going to say, other than that, I believe Jay Cutler should stay in Chicago and he will, he will weigh his options. There's a short list of locations where it would, it would make sense for him to leave. Because I don't think there's too many teams out there that need a QB that he would have a better chance of winning with. So it's going to come down to some people want to go home, like Carmelo Anthony just wanted to play for the Knicks. He wanted to go home. Uh, It's going to come down to what ends up becoming important. Because literally there's not too many competitive teams out there that he would have a chance to win with other than the Bears. That's not even saying that Bears – are going to the Super Bowl, but to keep it real, most most QBs at this point in their career either want money, want to go home, or they want to win a Super Bowl, and that's going to be the deciding factor.
1: And I just don't see any of them for him right now. My next question that I really want to get out because the show is coming, we're right there just about at the end. Well, I actually have two more questions. The first is going to be what did you think, and this has to be quick, what did you think about the Bears having Devin Hester run drills and practice as a DB? Thank
0: God. He came in as a rookie as a DB. He, he got did. switched to an offensive player, and so many and they people left don't him know that. that. Position. He he got left in that position for too long. What a lot of people forget is Torrey Holt talking about at the end of a touchdown he had in Devin Hester's rookie year, when Devin Hester ran back two two returns in the game against the St. Louis Rams on Monday Night Football. Torrey Holt was excited. Yeah, I got that touchdown. Did you see who was covering me? It was the rookie. Yeah, I beat, I beat out Devin Hester. Devin Hester is a DB for more than one reason. One, to keep it real, Devin Hester's short, but he is short. He's barely taller than me, and I'm not tall. He's barely tall. Yes, he's taller than me, but that's not hard. Um, two, Devin Hester's hands are not that big. Three, Devin Hester cannot run a I mean, being short and having small hands is okay as a defensive back because your job is to stop the ball. Your job is to react. Your job is not to run a route. It's to, create, it's to follow the route. It works. And with the Bears having DV problems, we at least we know a person that has defensive instincts on the roster because he's already not getting any playing time at receiver, so push come to shove. In an emergency, I would rather go to somebody that has played the position before, because in all honesty, we are losing defensive backs like crazy. So I, I was one of the people that never liked the idea of Devin Hester playing, playing receiver. Never. I didn't, I would have been I didn't okay. either. I would have been okay for a couple of trick plays, similar to when Deion Sanders was put in on the offensive side of the ball. Let's run a few plays to Devin Hester. He has the speed. He can be a decoy. He can be. It could have worked in the Bears' favor. Imagine Devin Hester as a decoy out there. They're going to respect him because they know he's not in there every play.
1: I agree, and so there were a lot of people that were iffy about that. They didn't even know that that's how he came in the league. So you and I have the same point of view when it comes to that. And my final question for you today is there is all this talk and all this hope from so many of my fellow Vikings fans, not every fan, but but quite a few of them, that thinks Johnny Manziel can get picked up by the Vikings and save the day at the QB position. Your thoughts super quick on that.
0: I think it would work in Minnesota. They would, uh, they would welcome him. Looking at the Vikings' history of their QBs, the Vikings have always had great running quarterbacks in their history from the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s on. So it works. I'm still not sold on Johnny Manziel being an NFL QB. I might make the same mistake that many people made about Doug Flutie being too short. I might make the same mistake that many people made and said that a running QB is not an NFL QB. Well, we've proven that those two statements are wrong. Yes, are wrong.
1: Correct. Uh,
0: I'm, I'm still not sold on Johnny Manziel being an NFL QB because the reality is The NFL QB has to be a lot more disciplined. And I don't see Johnny Menzel being disciplined. I just don't. I mean, literally, let's look at the running quarterbacks in the NFL that are doing good and that have done good. Michael Vick was broken in half on a yearly basis. Johnny Menzel is built just like Michael Vick. Russell Wilson Extremely disciplined. Do You see Johnny Manziel being the same as Russell Wilson. One of the things is Russell Wilson, I, you know, much what? older and, and much older. Wait, wait. Same, same. Cam Newton's built like a defensive end, so he can take the punishment that comes with running. Uh, Colin Kaepernick, he's not built like a, uh, he's not built like Cam Newton, but he's built much bigger than uh, Johnny Manziel is.
1: All right, well, Mike, I'm going to jump in here because I told you to answer this quick. But we are done. This is it. You've got our point of view today on Football Fan Rush Radio. Once again, Cass, your host, is taking the Lions, the Vikings, and I'm going with the Rams for the wins today. Follow us on Twitter or like us on Facebook at Football Fan Rush Radio, and we will keep this conversation going. Once again, happy game day Sunday, and tune in next week.